to my listeners, thank you once again for joining me. Today's episode is, and I hope that you feel it as you listen as well, a much more loose and open-ended one. Uh, I think the topic is one that doesn't really have any clear answer. I think it's going to change dramatically depending on each person. I think that's the case with a lot of topics, but I think this one specifically, for me at least, is one that I, I felt needed to be like a relatively easy conversation to have for my guest in particular. Um, I like to think that that comes across as you listen. The goal is not for someone to have the correct opinion. It's not for someone to give this one piece of insight that means, oh yeah, that, that, that means that they're right. And no, the ideal is just to explore it, right? I, I think that because neither one of us are neurologists, neither one of us are specialists in this specific case, it made sense for this episode to just kind of feel, you know, as free-flowing as it could be. And I hope that that makes for a great listening experience for you guys and that you enjoyed listening. One last thing I'd like you guys to know before you listen to the episode. Um, the idea of progress is really important to me. I think uh, in life, at any moment in time, it's a really great feeling a great moment when someone else gets to see their progress in the form of a promotion, in the form of any random milestone. You know, if it's a physical one, if you're at gym, I think those, those are things that are, you know, really, really affirming. I think the idea of progress generally is something that I've become rather fixated with uh, as I've gotten older. And I think intellectual progress is a lot harder to gauge when you leave systems like school, right? You don't really have a measure of what your level is or how well you're performing anymore. You're kind of just taking it by faith. I'd like to think that this comes across in the episode as well. Like the, the idea that you can keep progressing, you can keep getting better. And that, you know, slow progress doesn't mean no progress. A bit of a ramble, I know, but I thought it was something to share uninterrupted. Enjoy the episode. I think, so the smarts that you have is, is, is EQ. And I was saying that, um, so the, the fuck up is that, uh, we can, can we curse? Yeah, sorry, I actually probably shouldn't just curse. The, no, 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 you can. We encourage you to express yourself as openly, uh, as honestly as you normally would. Sure, I'm a man of colorful language, so sometimes it might slip out. Um, so the problem is that when you're younger, the emphasis is on the, the book smarts because that kind of has such a big impact on how your life goes after school. But now, after school, when school is said and done, it actually becomes about EQ in the biggest of ways. So it's that weird dichotomy of like having to focus on school when you're younger without really getting I don't think the tools that we get to build our EQ are that frequent I feel like you have to go out of your way to build your EQ when you're younger and then unless you have really good parents and a really good circle around you and then now that we're older it's actually just about EQ like it genuinely is I, I mean you say it's about that it doesn't help you get like spun most of the time like it, it would help you to have some kind of traditional kind of intelligence right like we know this. Mm. There's emotional intelligence, there's mathematical intelligence, there's musical, mm. right? Like, mm. like, there's like varying different ways. I don't know many people who have made entire living solely because they had this immense capacity for like emotional intelligence. I think that's kind of why it's underplayed the way it is, right? Cause for like, sure. Like what, what is the way this, that this can make you money? Mm, agreed. But, but like what I'm saying is that the money thing is informed by usually how well you do in school and like, because that allows you to study certain things. It allows you to uh, enter certain fields of work that traditionally garner more income. And those would be the sciences, the, the normal stuff, man, that make people money in life that we're in. Banking needs finance and maths. Uh, medicine needs uh, physics and biology and maths. So all of these fields of work that are going to make you a living require book smarts, right, mm -hmm. to get into the field. But once you're qualified, a doctor, I feel like you cannot be a good doctor if you don't have EQ. You cannot yeah. be a good banker if you don't have good... You can't do anything if you don't have EQ. 
you can, but I don't think you can do things well if you don't have. You, that you can't be like stuff. the very best. I hear you. One hundred percent. You have to marry all of it. it can't just 100%, be that. One hundred percent. But it becomes about how book smart you are, the older you get, and more and more about how you navigate uh, engagements with other people, and that's solely centered around your 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 emotional intelligence. You know, mm. so. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I find it very strange. I found it very strange. No, no. And, and you summed it up nicely. To our listeners, we, we started the episode very differently. Today I'm joined <laughs> by my good friend, Huey. And you've already gathered by now, we're here to talk about what it means to be intelligent. Mm. Uh, first mm. of all, so thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. I, 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 I like that we, we come in on the same base like this. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me. I think it's been a, it's been a long time coming. We've, we've kind of spoken about it on and off for some time, uh, but I'm glad we didn't do the, the Joburg, let's have lunch, uh, mm. and not no, actually we, have lunch. We, I'm, we, we, I'm we, glad we we're having the lunch. <laughs> In the end, at long last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the reason this has been such an interesting topic to me is because of a conversation I had with my cousin, right, earlier mm. in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so... He, like we had an argument basically where he was saying he thinks Jordan Peterson has to be super intelligent because he's made like so much money, right? He's been so successful. Okay. And I argue that no man, there's definitely like a skill he has, right? He's tapped into a niche, he knows how to appeal to certain people. Like there's something. There's something. I don't I don't think Jordan Peterson is like an absolute dumbass, but like I don't think he's like a genius either. I don't think he's saying anything that no one's ever heard before. I don't think he's particularly groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I'm willing to accept that. At the, at the very least, he's an incredible marketer for himself, right? He has, like, these, this, this distinct look to himself. But um, he, he disagreed with me still. And, and, like, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he said, ah, dog, you're actually just hating. You're watching TikToks, and that guy can buy your whole life. That guy actually, he can, he can buy your house and, and, and rebuild it, actually. Like, he's made that much coin. What, what, if you met him now, what would you have to say for him? And the answer that that was, ah, nothing. He's, he's more wrecked. And and yeah. and like right now he's more successful, right? And there was nothing I could say to like to properly argue why that guy is not matter of fact he's at the very least like smarter than me, right? Mm. Was, but, but it didn't sit with me. I said no, no, that that can't be the only way. Success can't be the measure of intelligence. Sure, right? sure. Like sure. and and I, and I think it's really hard to quantify like what skill means. Okay, no, this person means this. This, this person is now more intelligent or more gifted than you. Is it about being mm. better at a certain subject? Mm. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. So I wanted to ask you, do you consider yourself intelligent? So maybe just to, to, to just uh, piggyback on what you just said about Jordan Peterson. I've been listening to quite a bit of his stuff. Like, I haven't read any of his books. And I think uh, a lot of people don't realize that the reason Jordan Peterson is such a big deal now is not because of how he's marketed himself in the context of his public speaking engagements, which is why a lot of people know him now. The reason he's such a big deal is because he's written a lot of books that have to do with uh, the emotional side of humans and just human psychology in general. First of all, his name is not Jordan Peterson. His name is Dr. Jordan Peterson, right? He is a qualified uh, academic doctor, and I think his qualifications have to do with human psychology. So just by getting to that marker of being an academic doctor in a specific field, I think it would be very unfair to not automatically feel like he clearly must know a lot about something. He's a doctor. No, no, he, he, he is you know? intelligent, but, but he's not the guy, like, in the world, I think. Fair, fair, fair. Before I forget, actually, let me answer your question as well. Mm. I consider myself intelligent right um and i guess the conversation is going to be more around the why and how and yeah but i do consider myself to be an intelligent person um a lot of that comes from within myself but also most of it though if i'm being honest has been informed by my experience engaging with other people my experience engaging with academic material um and just how I've been able to navigate my world with other people who have said that they think that I am intelligent, you know. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, I do. I do. I would say that I am. I would say that. Okay. I am. Okay. Um, yourself? Do you think that you are? Sometimes, though. Sometimes. I think. I think more than anything, I'm very aware of like what I'm not good at, like where mm. my weak points are. So mm. I think that means I'm ve- I'm unlikely to put myself in a situation where I'm gonna be dumb. 
I think I'm I'm very intelligent about very, like in very like small little pockets. I'm just like I come enough. Like I'm grand. Like I, I reckon I'm like I'm a I'm like I'm, I'm of average intelligence. Like I'm grand. I'm grand. You know. Yeah, and so funny enough, like one of the things that I consider as a marker of intelligence for me is how somebody engages in subjects where they're not an expert, where they don't have um, sort of like, a, what's the way that I can put this, where they don't have any real reason to be able to engage in that subject, but in how they approach subjects experts in, that's a mark of intelligence for me because if you can navigate topics where you're not particularly comfortable in a way um, that makes sense, then there must be something there to you because you really don't know what you're chopping about but you can still engage in topics in a way that is sort of intelligent, then you're intelligent. Like, you must be, surely. Just because you have the awareness of what you don't know. I hear correct, you. correct, mm. correct. So, um, so yeah, I, I've had in the, few, in the few sort of times, not few, I've, we've engaged a lot. Uh, and I don't think I've ever had a, a distinct moment where I'm like, I brought this book. <laughs> what's this guy's <laughs> deal like <laughs> I think every time I've heard you speak about stuff um, I'm, I've, I've always had the impression that no this guy actually doesn't just speak to just speak he actually genuinely uh, unpacks topics to himself in a way where he can engage with us as people who are not him um, in a way where we understand that okay no there's actually something going on between this guy's ears you know what I mean he's not just a guy who speaks just to speak um, no, 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 and I appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad it comes across. Yeah, uh, honestly. yeah. Um, who do you think are the people you consider like the top three most intelligent, like off the dome, or like the Yo. top three that you engage with at the very least, and why? Yo, dude, it's so difficult to answer that question because now, wh- whoever comes to mind, you can't pick the top three. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I would say firstly. I think I, I don't have a top three, but I have one person that I okay. have learned to, I've come to understand that this person's actually super smart. So my, my mother, mm-hmm. um, you know, like when somebody's your parents, um, especially when you're younger, you, not a lot of kids have the, the awareness to sort of view their parents holistically in a way where they view them, not just under the lens of being their parents, but under the lens of just being a human being who's on the world and who's trying to figure life out as well. So when I was younger, I always used to just view my mom solely as my mom. And I think it was difficult for me to see how smart she is because I just saw it as my mom who doesn't want me to go cruise or my mom who's shouting at me for not washing the dishes. You know what I mean? But now that I'm older, I now see her as, a human being and we've now had conversations where she's actually given me more context about the person that she is and what's led her to be where she is here now so uh, she's a medical technologist by profession mm-hmm. uh, wanted to be something else but obviously systematic racial who systematic racial what she couldn't mm-hmm. do what she wanted to do but she was telling me literally maybe like a few years ago that when she wrote her medical technology mm-hmm. exam she came first in the country. And this is something that I didn't know until I was like an adult. Because mm. so, how would you know as a kid? As a kid exactly, you know. Um, so yeah, she's probably the smartest person I know. Uh, funny story, two years ago, so in my family we've got um, this practice where we swap, uh, our family members swap hosting Christmas every mm-hmm. year. So we were hosting, I think a couple of years ago. And my mom bought, bought 30 seconds and I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, there's no way you can be good at 30 seconds. I mean, it's a, it's a mix song, but dude, she was killing so much that I had to actively intervene and get into the game because I could not allow her to kill that much, you know? But anyway, <laughs> she is probably the smartest person that I know. Um, emotionally, uh, academically, um and just yeah man she's 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 the guy she really is the guy yeah that's that's a, that's a beautiful thing to say honestly i think to mm. also have had the chance to get to know her as that for person, sure aside from just her as your mom's so just come and be like oh I, I come from someone who like who knows things right right mm. and uh and yeah and i think maybe second i'd lump in just my friends in general mm. uh not not singling out one specific person but i think i've got a very 
I've been very blessed to have uh, really great people around me and um, a lot of friends with a lot of different diverse interests and just a, a good circle of friends. And I mean, dude, like we can, I can sit with two of my friends, have a conversation about AI when none of us have anything to do with AI in our professional world. Sit with another group of friends, they'll tell me about the construction industry and what's going on. Sit with another group of friends and they'll fully synthesize what's happening in the Premier League. Like, you know, I've, I'm just blessed with a lot of smart people around me, you know. So, so yeah, singling out my mom and then second, my, my circle of people that I, that I call my community, I'd say, are some of the smartest people I've, I've come to meet. Okay, okay. That's, that's pretty swag. Seeing everyone around you, you'd say, has a good head on their shoulders. Bro, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I, I didn't really realize it until I got older again, where it's just like, no, man, but these these people are are sharp. And also, like, even in their professional lives, like, a lot of my friends are doing, like, really, really impactful, really, really cool things. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then you, what would you say is your response to that or your answer to that? Um, very similar to you, I have to say my mom. Uh, she's mm. currently doing a co- like a course at Harvard right now. I can't, I can't not say her because what a uh, serious guy. Dog, dog, and like to do that, I think to to pursue education, the older you get, I find is really impressive because I think it becomes harder, not necessarily because you're less likely to understand, but because you're less likely to care about what mm. a lecturer has to say. You know, mm. like it's, mm. it's easy to take mm. to take in information from people older than you. When you know you're a child, you know you don't know better. There's there's so much of the world you don't know, and sure. then as you get older, you know there's certain things you develop that make you think, ah, I don't have to hear this guy out. So to still maintain that level of you know awareness around yourself to say I could actually go harder, and you know she's like quite a successful person already, so to mm. still be pursuing that in any way for me just shows a different level of intelligence and like to appreciate the experience of it as well. So, yeah, yeah uh, de- definitely her. I've seen her do some some crazy things. Um, <laughs> and then I'd say everyone else who, who I would have traditionally thought of as smart would be anyone who's, like, especially good at maths. Um, okay. I, th- I, think, I think as a kid, that was, like, the clearest idea I had of being super intelligent. Like, if you could just, like, solve something, you had, like, ah, ah, way, way. Like but what's good? What's good at maths? Like, sorry to no, to, to no, like you, what is good at maths? Like, like when you bark at maths. Okay, give me like, give me like a percentage wise. And so let's talk about high school maths. Percentage wise, what percentiles would you say? Okay, this person is really smart because their maths mark is between the strange. Like, what what would you say those no, are? If, 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 if you're getting like like nineties in maths, then I'd immediately be like, okay, yeah, you you're hot to this thing. Okay, um, okay, cool. I, I'd say it's also tied to the fact that. Like the one thing I, I like constantly been told by my like my dad, like even when I was a kid, was that, mm. and and I've never seen this paper, and I feel like I feel like parents parents tell you something because you can never prove it, right? Supposedly, sure. supposedly, sure. Be, best math mark in the country, like like you got full marks for this paper, and I'm and I'm dying. Oh, so, like, so so hearing that that early on, I was like, oh, you you go hard, you go hard, but then you know there's other things like other gaps in him as a person. I was just like, oh no, but you're not perfect. I think it's, yeah, yeah, been, yeah. it's been interesting trying to like reconcile the fact that you can be really gifted and like, like you can have this one area where you're super intelligent, but then, you know, still have such other, such other crazy lapses. Mm, so mm. I'd say purely because of this math mark, I'll, I'll put my dad up there. Um, okay. and, and also, despite the fact that I've seen him make some ridiculous decisions, um, my brother. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, th- I think my brother is actually one of the most intelligent people that I've, I've ever engaged with. I, I, I don't know why his decision making is as bad as it is, mm-hmm. but uh, you know he's been alive longer than me, so I'll, I'll assume you know that his decisions will make sense to me at a later point in time. But mm-hmm. I genuinely think that that guy is really smart. Um, sure. Someone else that throw in. You see, I, I like that you, that you didn't pick a friend because you know this could be a conversation to say, ah, you're saying this person is back, but not me. But, dude, uh, dude, dude, dude. but if I was to pick someone, I'd pick uh, my friend Director. Um, like she, she's capable of engaging with so many different kinds of things. And yeah. also uh, Tulani, uh, Tulamini. Very, okay. very intelligent people. Um, yeah. 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 I, think, I, think th- I think those are my guys. Oh, man, look, shout out to you for 
for being able to. <laughs> no, the, the, the others will have, to, will have to hold it. I think they must just trust that I value intelligence. You know, it's a great thing to have. I wouldn't yeah, offend yeah. if I thought if I thought ah, you, you tasked actually. And, and, and also, also like, this, I don't think it's not about them. <laughs> I also don't think we'd have. I don't think I don't think you'd have friends that you think are tasked. Like, mm, like just ideally. Yeah, like I think it's a very weird thing to think somebody's a bastard and be their friend. I think that's a pretty disingenuous thing to do. Mm, mm. I mean, ideally, I've, I've seen it happen. <laughs> no, 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 it happens. But, it happens. But, but, but that, that's a conversation for another day. Um, the next sure. thing I want to ask you, though, is do you think you, you do anything currently to make yourself smarter or you reckon you're grand with who you are? Yo, I think... I'd, honestly speaking, I really don't think that there's much I can do now to maybe make myself smarter. I feel like the work has already been done for me to get to a certain level of, of smarts, but I feel like I can maybe actively try to improve my understanding of specific subjects, you know what I mean? So I don't think there's anything I can do to like change how intelligent I am right now, but I can add to my knowledge base of what I know, you know? So, and I have a very, like, super random, wide, diverse interest. Like, dude, I'll watch people on YouTube, like, hunting hunting game and fishing. Even though I don't do it myself, it's something that I enjoy. So I think I can add to my general knowledge base of specific subjects, but I really don't know if there's anything I can do to genuinely, genuinely move me up in what people would consider as an intelligence sort of metric, you know. Mm. Maybe that's cynical, but I genuinely feel like by the... At this, I mean, I'm 29. Like, by this age, I think I've become... Like you, most, you, you yeah, like kept out. This is you. I've become who I am now. <laughs> like, I'm who I am, and there are things I can do to sort of, like I said, add to the knowledge base, but I don't think I can seismically shift the intelligence, where I am in terms of intelligence now. I could, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I genuinely feel like it's late, it's late, it's late. So, so um, you reckon about, you reckon about what last you're born with, like, your level of intelligence, like your capacity, rather, like you oh, only dude, get you to know, a certain point. Mm, so I was actually having this conversation with one of my mates. Um, so I think that there's a certain level of intelligence that's hereditary, right? So... Mm. If your parents were smart, it's most likely that you're going to be a certain level of smart at the bare minimum, you know. Yeah. So there is a certain level of intelligence that I feel like you're born with. Um, and a great example is we can't explain why some people are just good at maths. Some people are just good at language. We can't really explain some of those things. And I feel like because we can't explain them, it must just be that that's in you, you know. But even though that's in you, as you're growing up and your brain is developing, I feel like you are able to um, shift the way that your brain works when you're younger because your brain is still pliable, it's still growing. So you can actively shift uh, your intelligence when you're younger, but you also start from a certain baseline, I feel. Um, mm. And yeah, by the time you leave, I would say, I think they say scientifically your brain is still developing until you're like 21. Mm. Um, so I feel like once you reach like 25, there's really not much you can do to like really rewire how your brain is at that point. Mm. Um, so yes, you're born with a certain level of baseline intellect, but as you're growing up, you can shift how that, how that works, rewire your actual engineering in your brain. But once you get to a certain age, I feel like it's, it's not really possible to do that. Even if it is possible, you're an outlier if you're able to, to do that. I feel like you're not, you don't, you're not the norm, you're not the mean. You mm. are definitely somebody who, who's an outlier. Okay. Um, okay. No, that's that, that's an interesting take. I, I, look, I, I think the unfortunate thing about this topic is that neither one of us are neuroscientists, so the expertise is limited. Is limited. But 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 I I think I I agree for the most part what you're saying. But I think where I disagree is first of all, do you, do you classify creativity as like some level of intelligence, right? Like something who's really really good at making music, right? One hundred percent. I'm sure we've all seen that artists develop over time. You'd like to think that mm. artists get better and better, you know, the more they practice. I, mm -hmm. like, I don't think that there is just this, this like set limit or set ceiling, right? Mm -hmm. Because also you keep in mind that how good some, someone's art is, isn't this um, clear metric, 
it's something sure. that lots of people have to you know they have their opinions on about whether or not this person's really good or not. I think when I use that as like my example of what a version of intelligence might look like, I actually don't think that your intelligence has to cap out at a certain point in time. I think sure. most people would share your opinion. I think the the, the 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 failing that people in general have is the idea that at a certain point in time you just are who you are and it's just like if you were to stop developing in 25 mm-hmm. right that's a lot of time of just being the same guy <laughs> like yeah that, like that that's like the best you it can't be the best you it shouldn't be yeah at least. and the only reason that you think that is because i guess that's when you stop being told to go to school right mm. you stop you mm. stop being told you don't need things you start making money and if you kind of have a certain mm. level of, you know, financial freedom and, you know, like just a certain positioning in society, you kind of, you kind of start to think, you don't actually need that more. This right? is me, yeah. yeah. Like, like I'm grand. Like what, like what could I do with the extra degree? It wouldn't, it wouldn't take you any further immediately. So how smart would you really be at that, at that point in time? I think the smartest people are, are lecturers, for example, but those, they are definitely not the most successful. For the most part, for sure, they, they can impart that to so many other people. But where does it show in their own lives? Mm. Even like with the music thing, though, like I feel like even somebody who's like super creative, it's very, very rare for somebody to like only start pursuing a certain art form when they're like thirty-five. Mm. Like even the most successful creatives, even maybe let's take success out of it, just people who are really good in terms of some creative art form their parents will tell you this guy used to sing when he was three this guy mm. always used to sing. you know what i mean it's mm. it's it's in you like a lot of it is innate in you even in the creativity space yes you can always get better at your art but i think it starts from a young age of just clearly being better than the average person at doing this specific thing mm. you know and for me i don't even attach uh, success um, to how I view how intelligent somebody is. Like, I don't even view success as like a metric of intelligence at all. It's mostly to do with how good you are at whatever you're doing, you know? Um, and if you, even if you're not good at whatever you're doing, how you synthesize your shortcomings and how you actively try to get better at doing that thing, you know, that's also a marker of, of intelligence for me. But, but I agree, I agree. But I also just feel like, ah, dude, I mean, even let's maybe take sports, for example, because I also view athletes as super intelligent people because they're able to synthesize what they're doing in a way that we, as people who are not as good, can't do. But a lot of them were really, really good from a really, really young age um, at that specific thing. Um, So, yeah, yeah, it's like I said, maybe I'm a bit cynical. I don't know. I might have a bit of a cynical view. No, nah, look, look, I, I, I don't, I don't know if you're hating to be saying it, because, because it really does make sense, and the examples you've listed as well, like add to it, right? I think, mm-hmm. I think the reason I, I want to believe this is because, I imagine for people, people who figure out what they're good at quite late in life, mm-hmm. then it, it might feel kind of hopeless, right? You might think, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm finished actually, because I'm, 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 tw- I'm 29, and now. I don't actually know what's next. I don't know what I'm good at. Like, can you get can you get that much better to the point where you know this is actually a thing, or will you just forever be a random guy? And I have to imagine that even if you figure it out later, if you're good at it, you can get better at it and then get to that point. You know, you can maximize your intelligence at a later point in time. It's just the question of how you do it. That's the real issue. Mm, Do you have like a hierarchy of like intelligence in terms of like do you view creativity as like a higher form of intelligence do you view academic stuff what do you actually view as like the the the, the real highest like, form like of the peak of it all for sure mm. um i i think i think i have the tradition the, like the tradition this mindset of like i thought if you are good at if, you, if you're good at school you're good at uni i thought you're intelligent like i, I think mm-hmm. it's just the easiest to quantify so i think for that reason I have to have it as, as a top of my things. So the one I have the most admiration for, though, is definitely um, more creative people, like okay. like like people, like people who make art. Like mm. that 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 for me is just like how like I I can barely draw like a coherent stick figure, you know. I, so, I completely agree. And you know, so, like, yeah. like people to be able to do that kind of thing or to create like a piece of music that is just like from within you. Mm. Like I I think that's something that because I have so, such 
little concept of it. I, mm. I can't help mm. it. I, mm. I, I put it as top as a thing like I look at like logically, except for the fact that I've seen pieces of art that have been like, you've lied, you've lied, there's nothing there. It's not art, you just you're your bones, your bones. And I think because it, it feels like something that's like so up for debate for me, I can't put it above the intelligence that I, I understand most clearly. Yeah. And also I feel like even with the academic stuff, it's so much easier to view it that way just because I mean we there's a clear metric and that's your mark. Mm, like, like, like we, mark like, yeah, we, have, we have the systems in place. Correct. Correct. Mm. Correct. And, and, yeah, and I would yourself? agree. I think it's same, exactly the same. Exactly the mm. same with me. Um yeah, academia, I think because I've me and I've engaged with people who study different things. It's not an easy thing to do well in, like, you know, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do well in, especially when it comes to university. So I would say somebody who has an affinity to academia, um, especially the further and further you go into academics, where you start doing like your master's, your doctorates, it's a completely different way of school as well, where now you're not necessarily just studying stuff. You have to come up with your own ideas or sort of... Um, you know, you have to think now. Now you actually have to think and not just study. So academia, yes, but art, yeah, like it's it's different gravy for me. I mean, I remember in, in when we still did all of our subjects in like grade nine, they like yeah. literally made us take off our shoes and draw our shoes. And I was just like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> I'm looking at the shoe. I can't, I just can't, in my mind, I can't mm. recreate this. How? And there were some yeah. people who just could do it. Um, and that's very admirable for, to me because it's just like, why do you know how to do this? It must mean like, uh, just, like what were you doing? Like you just you just have it, aren't you? What yeah, you like why do you know how to do this? So, mm. so yeah, I would agree. I think I think my my hierarchy is, is very similar to yours. So I'm 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 curious though. You mentioned the importance of most intelligence earlier, but you haven't listed it as something near the top of your your hierarchy. What what is that? Why do you think that's the case? Uh, sorry, what did you say? I haven't listed uh, which form of intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Oh, okay. No, so like, dude, like, maybe I'm also like a product of society. Like, as I view it as an important thing, but like you but, said, but not it's that important. Yeah, like it's it it should be very very important, and I think it is in my day to day. But because it's not directly, a, I don't think there's a lot of people who, um. Even if you're very emotionally intelligent, it's very rare for somebody to actively give you that compliment and say, oh, damn, dude, you're actually very, very emotionally intelligent. It's, it's very rare for somebody to give you that kind of compliment. But if you can draw, if you are good at school, it's a completely different type of admiration. And I think I've maybe fallen into that as well, um, okay. where I consider myself some relatively high level of emotional intelligence. But people only really give me compliments in terms of intelligence when they find out how well I did in, in, in like high school, for example. Yeah. Um, but nobody really ever says, dude, your emotional intelligence is so high, you know? Yeah. So it's a weird one. I think with, with EQ, there's like a baseline, right? Like where mm. this is the acceptable level like you have to be at. And then if you're there, you're more or less fine. At least no one's going to call you out on it. But then if you're below the line, it's just like, yo, your EQ sucks. And then it becomes, then it becomes really, really important. Like, I don't think that, like, except for, like, very, very specific cases where you are, like, near the top end where, it, you, can, where you know how to display your EQ. Yeah. Right? yeah. Where it becomes yeah. super important yeah. again. Like, but, like, I, I, feel, I feel like that, that's where it is. You're either, like, just fine, way, like, way below fine, or, like, you are exceptional. You're exceptionally gifted with how you, you can express and, and engage with people's emotions. Mm, fair, like, fair. I think you're completely I, right. And I, I think I think mo most people more or less feel like fall in like the middle, so it's like, it doesn't really feel like this super notable thing. You know, I think how? I think I think if you yeah. ask most people, they they'd all say, "No, I'm emotionally intelligent. I can I can engage with people. Like I'm kind. I empathize." Sure. When you know, like th because there's not that you don't have this like great metric for it. It's almost just like ah, dog. It's hard to quantify, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, it's how, well, how well did you do, like, in high school? Random question. I, I, was, I was just a guy. Just a guy. Like, I was... Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, 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 like enough, enough to get into uni. Like, not, okay. nothing crazy. Yeah. Okay, do you feel like that's, that's had an impact on where you maybe feel like you should be right now or where you want to be right now? Do you think not doing maybe, like, exceptionally well 
has directly impacted like where you are now? Um, no, oddly enough, I, I think mm. I think it's just impacted how much I actually allow myself to try. Like I think because okay. like at, at a certain point in time, I just felt oh, like, as I mentioned earlier, because I I was, I was told earlier that I was like a certain level of intelligence because mm. I can get. Like, in, like, like, even in grade eight, because like, I, I didn't get, like, A's immediately. I was like, ah, ah, I'm, I'm not the guy then. I'm not the guy. And I was just like, I'm not the guy. That's fine. Like, and then yeah. I kind of got into it. I was just like, yeah, there's, there, if I'm not that smart, then I don't need to try that hard anyway because I wouldn't do that well. Like, because mm. I, I, I became very self-critical about it. Mm. And it kind of, it's, it's very... It's spirally. Like it's a bit of a spirally thing. Mm, it's just like, no, did you actually just need to work harder. Like, you could have, you could have been more real. You just, you know, stopped trying as much. Um, but in terms of how, like where I am now, um, I, I think after high school, like immediately after high school, I kind, I didn't really have that great an attachment to what that meant for the rest of my life mm. because my concern leaving high school was more about, okay, what the fuck am I going to do for a job? Like, mm. like, I, like, you know, high, like high school kind of like cushions you. It was just like, okay, um, what, what's, what's the next step here? I, I think I was more concerned about who I was as a person than I, than I was yeah. about like anything else. And then by the time I kind of figured out that direction, I was like, yeah, like I'll, I'll make sense of the rest of it. Like later on, I, th- I think, yeah, I don't know if that's the question. I, I was dug no, no, no. I think you have, I think you have actually. And I think it's, I don't think a lot of people would do it the way that you've done it in terms of having a focus more on, who you want to be as a person and then letting everything else fall into place. I think we're also forced to be more concerned with what I, what I'm going to do as opposed to who am I going to be? Um, Mm. So the fact that you've done it in the reverse is very, very interesting to me. And I think it's, yeah, it's not, it's not a very common way for people to, to do stuff. Okay. That's something I didn't know. I appreciate that. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So, with with where you are now, right? You, you're 29 years old. You you consider yourself fairly intelligent, and to a certain extent, you've acknowledged that ah, you you pretty much done. You, you're, you're the guy. This is this is who you're going to be. This is how intelligent you're going to be, more or less. How do you look for self improvement? Like like this, mm. like, this, like you've you've mentioned looking at videos. You've mentioned you know just other ways that other things that you engage in, right? That sure. you have some little interest in. Sure. But but you know for a fact that there's this constant term of what it means to work on yourself as a person. Mm, so what does mm. that what does that actually look like for you? Sure, I think I think for me, my focus now is more has more to do with the person that I I would like to be, and how I try to actively um, become that person than it is to do with what I know are like more academic stuff. So a lot of the things for me is um, self-improvement sort of stuff. Um, a lot of conversations with people that I think are uh, better at things that I'm not as good at. Um, and I don't know, dude, one thing that I, sh- that I know I should do for sure is therapy. But, but at the same time, ah, dude, I don't know. Like it's, it's a lot of work, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, and it's no, not just like call the lady. just call the lady, dog. I I need to talk to the lady, dog. I need to talk to the lady, but at the same time, it's not it's not a it's not a magic it's not a, a magic pill where you just go to therapy and all of a sudden everything is fine. I feel like mm. therapy gives you a lot of work that you need to do, and it's work that I should do, but honestly speaking, it's it's a lot of work, and I don't know if I'm if I'm fully ready to to open that Pandora's box of, of, of that level of self-improvement. But that, I think that's, that's, that's the next evolution in my life is just going mm. to therapy and, and dealing with some stuff. But yeah. outside of that, it's more conversations with people that I know are better at things than me. It's, mm. it's reading, it's mm. uh, watching podcasts. It's, yeah. I think the normal stuff that people, that people generally yeah. do. I think there's not much you can really do outside of that unless I'm, okay. I'm mistaken. I don't know what else you can you can really no, no, so, so, so in short, the most intelligence is your goal. Like you want to be. Yeah, be that's yeah. yeah, that's 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 where I'm at now. I, I just really, really want to be, and not even like uh, emotional intelligence in terms of wanting to do it for my relationships with other people. Yes, that's the underlying goal, but I think my focus now needs to be on my relationship with myself. I think there's yeah. a lot of unhealthy things that I do in my own relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. So. 
that's that's kind of the focus that I have uh, right now. Okay, and that's a very admirable goal. Like to recognize early that I like I could like you know in some way shape or form you could be better to yourself. For sure, I get in my own way a lot, and and it's mm. it's ideally something that I'd like to to not do as much as I as I tend to do. Yeah, yeah. Think what how, about you? Think how you've what about you? Um, how how, I try, how I'm trying to improve? Yeah, yeah. Um, still still in school. Um, doing a postgrad. What are you doing actually? What are you studying? Um, I'm at Vega, mate. I am doing a postgrad in like marketing. Okay. Like, what did you yeah. do in your undergrad? Uh, politics and sociology. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Okay, that mm. actually makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was, I was saying I'd be a lawyer, I'd be a lawyer. But like by second year, I was like, I actually do not give a damn <laughs> to be a lawyer. Like it, it was, it's one of those things that like I was, I would have tried to study because I would say, no, you'd be good at this. Like, but the reality is, like, it might have been true, but I don't think it was ever really gonna make sense of who I am. You person. don't care enough, yeah. Like, no, like I don't care. Like, it just, it just wouldn't have moved me. As, and, I, and I realized, like, I, I think I would even been exposed to certain things too early on in my life. Okay. But a lot of what I'd read about just being older and like having a career was stuff of, like from people who quit their jobs and like hate what they've done <laughs> and, 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 and needed to make this big change. And yeah. I lived a lot of my life from like maybe like 15 of like having like a, this very vague fear of ending stuck in a career that you can't leave because you have to support your family and do this, 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 and, you know? So mm. that kind of made me really hone in on what I really am passionate about and what I can, what will keep me motivated and keep me active and committed to what I'm doing. Okay. And, so you're passionate yeah. about marketing. Is that what you're saying? I'm not necessarily passionate about marketing, but I think it's something that I'm good at that I don't hate. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And yo, dude, like I, I've actually had this very, dude, I think in my whole life, if you take everybody that I've ever met, mm. I think it's probably three people that I've ever heard say they're really, really in love with what they do. Mm. Even like at our age. Yeah, and that 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 kind of bothers me. Like I know people who who've gotten law degrees who said, "Ah, fuck this," and and I look at them, I say, "Ah, you see, it's, it's not even like this far, <laughs> it's not this far away thing. Like that happens. It happens mm. that people think that they're good at this thing, and you commit yourself to it, you get the degree, and then it's just nothing. It's just nothing because you hate that you that you've done this to yourself. And I guess like it's not that big a deal because when all things are fair and good, life's fairly long, so that that really won't hold you back, and it's a great qualification to have. Mm. But as I said, like because I was so aware of that potential reality, it's like, it's a bigger thing to be like, nah, dude, you should ideally like the thing that you are in theory signing yourself up to for life. Mm. Even Fair. though like, you know, the older you get, you realize very few people actually do only the thing that they first studied. And it's not like the end of the world if you didn't do this in the first place. And, and, yeah. and but you know, with the context you have when you're younger, I think being happy with who I was and what I did was very like important to me a lot earlier than I think it probably should have been. Like, mm, like, okay. like that's something you should, you should worry about when you're like 40. I don't know if that's something you should worry about at 15 years old. But now how do you not worry about it at 15 years old when, I mean, that's literally when you're picking subjects for what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Be- because well, at least that's what you're told at least. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the thing that it, it's not that you are stuck in this one path forever, right? You shouldn't, you should, I think you just shouldn't have this, that idea of what employment mm. looks like, right? Mm. Because then mm. it will always be this daunting, terrible thing that you're going to be stuck in whatever it is that you do, because that, that obviously makes you narrow yourself. You close yourself off to other different versions of what you could have been like or could have pursued because you think that this is the time to know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, it's, it's tough. It's, it's really tough though, just because I feel like of how, like I said, the way that that's like formal education is structured, the way that like varsity, where you work, it's it's very difficult to not fall into the trap of just doing what you're good at in terms mm-hmm. of academics and actually following what it is you want to do. Um, yeah, it's it's a tricky one. It's a tricky yeah. one. Yeah, I think I think not having like a clear, super defined skill set also makes it a bit a bit weirder to try and make it make it happen i'd imagine mm. you, knew, you knew what you studied quite early on then in your case the reality is that i could have probably studied i mean okay let me give you an example when i applied for varsity 
Mm. I applied at three institutions, uh, UP mm. and UCT. I applied for medicine, law, uh, accounting, and finance. I mean, if you, you look you, at those, you, you you are a black parent's dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you look at those three options, those don't seem like the options of somebody who knew what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, got in for all three, and literally, oh, I think I, I applied for engineering as well. Actually, yeah. Um, got in for all of them, but I literally only ended up doing the one that I thought would be the easiest for me to do with the least amount of work <laughs> which is not not the ideal way to make the choice but um yeah I kind of always felt pushed into like the accounting yeah yeah so, so I, I, really mean, know. With... I, I still feel like I don't really know actually what I what it is that I want to be or what it is that I like to do I still genuinely don't know Oh, that's okay. That's hectic because the question I'm going to ask was going to assume that now that you're older, you do know. And... Dude, I have no idea. I I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know. And I think uh, I haven't. I don't know. I don't even. I don't know, man. I I genuinely don't know. I mean, I am good at what I do. I am decent at what I do. But I I don't know if it's what I'm here to do. Okay, I hear you. you. Know? But yeah. I think also maybe it's it's also the the sort of weirdness of being conventionally academically smart when you're younger is that mm-hmm. you don't actually engage yourself to really figure out what it is that you want to do because you're just good at most things that you do from an academic perspective. And that was always my case. Um, mm. And I think I, I, I've always had the, the terrible combination of being conventionally academics, academically smart and being just as equally lazy. Mm. So, yeah, it's been an interesting thing. And I find that the people that have done really well since we've left school are the people that has have had to actively work hard at their smart as mm. opposed to just being naturally smart. Um, yeah. I think that's counted more now that we're older than it's just being conventionally smart when you're younger. So yeah, I, guess, I guess it makes sense, though. Like, you, you sharpen your weak points because you, you're more aware of what they are. You know, for what, sure, you know where the gaps for are. Sure, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. But um, with, with regards to what you're saying now, but not necessarily knowing what you want to do, I don't think that, especially because of what you, like your alternative routes, right, to have gone into law, to have potentially mm. like gone into medicine, mm. I don't think that you'd have been in a situation where because you did those things immediately, you'd have had, like if you if you'd got another way, I don't think you'd necessarily immediately have had this like innate clarity. Because, because ultimately, mm. I, don't, I don't think that this is just a very like idealistic view of things. I don't think that your work in most cases is meant to represent who you are as a person. No, for sure. I completely yeah. agree with that. I completely agree with that. Yeah. But like it's, it's, it represents an aspect of you, like some mm. part of your skill set. But I think, I think what you're here to do in like the grander sense is meant to be like, well, I don't, like, I don't want to say meant to be because, you know, that, that would discourage people. But it would usually be a smaller part of your life. At least, you know, like in the way that work is like the thing that takes all your hours. Who mm. you are as a person, what you're here to do is the thing that like just plays on how people engage with you. Like, sure. and you I, was, know I was actually, engaged. yeah, and I was having a conversation with somebody where I said, for me personally, work is just something that I do, uh, but it doesn't really, I don't see it as a big part of who I am. But then they were saying, no, but dude, you spend most of your waking time working. So like you whether you view it that way or not, it is a big part of, of who you are as a person, what you do. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I so don't know. in a world where your, your work has to define you, I, I have to ask, when you applied to study medicine, what did you think, if you had the thought then, um, what do you think they would have said about why you're here? So the reason I didn't go through with it is because I just realized that I don't really care much for helping sick people. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh, you're a dog, you're a dog. I, I didn't think you were say it like that. <laughs> no, 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 like genuinely, like, and I feel like that's, I, I just had to be real, like, that's mm. part of the job, because the way that I always viewed it was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to study medicine, I'm going to mm. immediately specialize as a cardiologist, oh my God, it's cool, heart surgeon, mm. cool, but the reality is to get there, you need to have an innate passion for helping the sickly that's your job yeah and i just don't really care much for that 
um yeah so that that was the reason i didn't do it uh and like i said the reason that i did what i did now is just because it was just always been good at accounting always been good at finance always been good at economics always been good at those kinds of subjects math stuff like that so it, it, it wasn't going to take a yeah i wasn't going to go i wasn't going to have to go too far outside of myself to do that okay okay you know so, so you, you you think that might be like your obstacle now like i i 100%. hate to therapize, i hate to therapize you but like this might be the thing that you're afraid to go outside of yourself you, you know what genuinely yes probably probably mm. probably probably um but like i said like i think that's that's part of my my challenge now is uh getting out of my own way and just you know giving myself the chance actually because i even though i know that maybe this is not necessarily where what i'd like to be doing um i'm not really doing anything to like explore what my other real interests are or even when i am exploring them it's not it's never in a real way it's always at a very surface level um surface level way so so yeah yeah it's it's but also i don't know it's i, I also think part of it is is just life stage i think a lot of us in our age group feel that way i think there's a lot of mini existential crises every few months i'm trying to figure out if if this is really what you want to be doing for mm. quote unquote ever um yeah. but yeah it's tricky yeah no you, you like i i think i appreciate like the honesty in what you what you expressed i'm also very grateful you didn't become a doctor because you had a doctor <laughs> look like, i would have uh, i would have i would have been a great doctor but i i i I wouldn't have cared to be fair mm. and I think you want I think at the bare minimum you want your doctor to care like about people's health and you know so on average you reckon every doctor is like really invested like on an emotional level and not just because like you they I would hope so I would I would hope that they are I don't know if mm. they are but I would I wouldn't have been able to be okay with myself in that kind of feel the in that, work, in that knowing, role, how yeah. I, knowing how i feel yeah it's mm-hmm. even like politics i didn't go into politics because honestly speaking i do care about money and I, i think as a politician that shouldn't be your motivation you know um stuff like that you know yeah no and that uh, you, you you've made a lot of sense honestly i can't i can't pick any holes in what you shared with us yeah mm. Mm. so what's the, what's what's the plan though like after postgrad what are you doing now like what what does it look like post you do your post credit marketing and what do you work at a marketing agency what do you do oh, oh brother i i am employed i am two months employed I, I'm working in marketing um oh, yes, okay yes. okay uh, no like so i i i have a plan um a part i'm part of an organization that is currently restructuring and i've been hired as the young fresh creative uh, okay. to help with the, with like the brand's like digital identity to a certain extent and working with the strategy um so yeah there is like a loose plan whether or not okay. that's the job of you working in 10 years time yeah. i i don't think so because okay. um you know i i i think i am currently at least this version of me uh too erratic and too used to um starting new things for yeah. that to be like the job I'll definitely be working in 10 years time i like it though so far i genuinely do not have a single complaint uh, maybe a meeting too many was like we didn't have to be here today Like I, I, like <laughs> this could have like been an email. It could, it could have, ah, dog. Even if you just spread it as a rumor, someone could have told me. Like, <laughs> like, like an, e- an email, even too much. Like that's Wi-Fi. You could have just said it. You could have said it to somebody else, and then if if they if that person felt I needed to know, they'd have told me. Mm. Fair, fair. Yeah. And then, do you feel? So you said you've been working for three months, right? Yeah. Do you feel so? Obviously, at work, it's a bit different way. You've got a vast array of people with, uh, who've got varying degrees of skin in the game. So in terms of your case, it's marketing. So you've got the guy who's been in marketing for 15 years. You've got the guy like you who's only been there for three years and every three months, sorry, uh, and everybody in between. Do you still feel in that space now? Do you feel intelligent, like in that space? Do you ever feel like, oh, maybe I'm not as intelligent as I always thought, oh, or um... how how do you navigate that space? So what I, what I like about and why I decided to go into this is because I think it's something you can get better at relatively quickly. Okay. Like I I like in my experience so far I haven't felt ah, I'm absolutely finished. This guy knows it all. Like nah, like I I think I think the the beautiful thing about 
about work generally is that you can get better at your job provided you have like a base level understanding of what you're doing. Sure. Yeah. And I think because I do have that minimum level, I think. And it's just like, yeah, I can I can get better when I'm when I'm given more responsibility. Like I couldn't have been perfect in this specific role because I've never had this role. You, you guys have just said, yeah, no, we want the young person to get, yes, yes, no, I'm here. Let, let, let me get better. Give, like, give me the chance to show I can get better. And I, th- I, think, I think largely what's informed like, my belief about myself and about like, lots of other people in general is that as you get older, provided you are still trying to do it one way or another, you can get better lots of different things. It's just, it's just harder to find those avenues the older you get, right? Because you get, you get, you get, get less like proper like blank slate opportunities as you're older. Fair. And like, then how do you how do you how do you like navigate? So like we we have a, a very loose conversation about intelligence and, and, and everything else that sort of falls around that. When you are in a situation where you feel like you're engaging with somebody who you don't initially feel like is the most intelligent person you could be engaging with at that specific specific time, how do you navigate that? Like how do you go about that? So I, I think because I'm aware of my own lapses, I, I try and approach most situations with the idea that this person might have something that I just, I don't even understand yet. Mm. Like even, even, even if I think at this specific thing I'm better, I, I'll try, like I have like an internal thing of saying, ah, don't, you actually haven't heard everything this person has to say. You've just found them. Like mm. I like people mm. to prove to me that they're dumb as opposed to proving to me that they're smart. Fair. Fair, yeah. Fair, so if you if fair. you if you show if you show me that you, that you, you don't have it, then I can say ah, oh, you toast, you toast. I can say ah, let me, <laughs> let me let me let me you. It's, it's been great. Thank you, thank you. I'm grateful to have gotten you know some kind of confirmation one way or another. But I think yeah. I think generally because I have like an appreciation of the fact that people have different kinds of intelligence, I approach most people with the idea that you might actually have like some kind of intelligence that I have no like. Like, I can't even touch where you are in this specific thing. Like, people, like I think some people are specialists at, like, very random things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, I think everyone has some kind of intelligence that's useful some way. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's only if you, if you show me that I, I, must, I must mise you. Then I'll mise you. But up, in, up, in, up until then, I'm, I'm glad. And There's yourself? a lot of runway. There's a lot of runway yeah, yeah. to people. Yeah. Yeah. And yourself? Yeah, similar to you. Um, but I try. I try to use. Uh, I try to use EQ as the bridge um, mm. to sort of connect me and somebody that I maybe feel like isn't the brightest. But I think people that aren't the brightest usually or conventionally bright usually have are forced to have a high level of of EQ. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Where I do have a problem though, where I can't sort of bridge the gap is if you genuinely don't apply yourself, and if you genuinely have terrible <laughs> EQ, then there's very little. <laughs> you 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 tested me with apply yourself. It's a very specific uh, specific phrase you've used there. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, with a high EQ, look, anything we can actually almost always get along. Mm. No, no, I, I I I appreciate that that perspective. Truly, truly. But so, with, the, with all of this being said, I I think you've answered the question quite well. I think I, I think I like what your understanding of intelligence is. I don't think I agree with you all the way because more than mm-hmm. anything else, I, I think I believe in progress. I think people For can sure. get there. For I just sure. think that sure. uh, life needs to find ways to help us, you know, actually mm-hmm. make that progress. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you can't make progress, there is no reason, folks, to live to like 80. It can't what be. are we doing here? Yeah. We, like, yeah. We're lying. We're lying. We're lying if you can't get better. We're lying yeah. if we're saying that people can't improve themselves, can't further themselves emotionally, like artistically. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, mm, there's, there's, mm. there's different ways. There's different ways. You just you just have to you have to be trying. And I think I think for me, intelligence is first and foremost. As much as as much as I appreciate like traditional sense, but people who are smart enough to try in anything that they mm, do. Mm, completely agree. Completely agree. And um, yeah, I think also a part of that also and not just trying. It's also like. It also takes a certain level of non-intelligence to try when you really shouldn't be trying. So as, as, as smart as you think that you are, as intelligent you think that you are, there's also a lot of scenarios in life that require you to, just, to be just as unintelligent, you know. Um, 
Uh, I don't know if, it, if I'm making sense, but I also feel like yeah, you can be intelligent, but you also sometimes need to be dumb on purpose because it's really the only way that you can you can progress with certain things. Um, mm. Yeah, if you're always smart, you're never going to do certain things that might seem dumb to to other people, you know. Mm-hmm. It might be good for you. So Yeah, because a lot of times, if, if you're never dumb, you might just be doing the obvious thing every single time. 100%. Which, 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 which 100%. can limit you. Which can limit you. 100%. Sa- it's safer, but, you know, there is more. Mm. There's always more. Mm. No, I completely agree. I no, completely, no. completely agree. Honestly, sir, thank you for your time. Thank you for joining me. Oh, my dude, thank you so much for, for the conversation. It's been real. Mm. Uh, yes, all yes. the best with your essay. Um, no, uh, yeah, uh, brother, don't, don't remind me about this. <laughs> please, 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 please. Yeah. But yes, yeah, b- b- no. before, before I have you leave us, though, I, I, I mm. must ask three more questions. And you, and you sure. can answer this as, as, as bluntly as you, as you need to. Sure. Um, what, what advice would you give to someone who is 21 years old with no idea how to, how to position themselves? Mm. I would tell that person to try everything. If you feel like you're in varsity and you feel like it's not what you want to be doing right now, I would say maybe take a break. If you are in varsity and you feel like it's something you want to be doing but you're in the wrong field of study, I would say stop that one and try the one that you do want to try. I think, um, unfortunately, especially for people of our color, and our, for most of our circumstances, we don't have the luxury of being able to try. So I would say no matter how responsible you at the time, try everything. Because um, you truly won't know unless you try. Uh, and not just follow, follow what you feel like people want you to be doing or what you've been told you should be doing. The only real way to find how to position yourself is to try everything, especially if you're not sure. If you're sure it's a different story, be sure and then do that. Um, but if you're not sure, it's only possible to be sure if you try a lot of different things. Okay. Okay. Very well answered. I, I, I appreciate that. I, that, that. Wow, dude. No, that, was, that was sweet. That was very sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I want to ask, what does the finish line look like for you? And is it healthy to have one? And you can apply that as, yeah. as loose as the question is. You apply sure. that however it makes sense to you. For sure. Um, dog, for me, my, my personal finish line, honestly, as, as cliche and as, and as, yeah, cliche as this may sound, honestly, a family, dog. That's, that's really what I feel like is the finish line for me. Everything else, when it comes to work and uh, sort of material, sort of possessions, money, you, there's no real finish line because you're always really going to want more. But I think when it comes to family, that's a true finish line. Because once you have your family, like, I mean, what are you going to want? Four families. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, I've you know I mean? four families. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, but that's, I mean, you can. But mm. for me personally, once you've got like a, it's that conversation we're having loosely where, um, dog, the, the ultimate goal that for me personally is, is a family, a wife that loves me, kids that love me, people that I love. And that's the finish line for me. Everything else when it comes to career, money i think i'll always want more so i don't really think i can have a fun but the only finite finish line i can have is, is, is having a family that's that's for me personally so when, when you say you want the family what what are you hoping the family provides is it just this it's, it's the connection of a family like what what's the what's the appeal um the appeal for me is dude like if you if you think about like my life personally if i look at my life personally in the grand scheme of like the world and the time that we've existed as people, my life doesn't really mean a lot to 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 the world, right? It's probably yeah. cynical to say that or like wax to say that, but it doesn't. But I feel like what does make your time here meaningful is truly dedicating yourself to people that you've chosen to dedicate yourself to. And the ultimate highest expression of that is your wife and your children for me. So it's it's probably just that higher purpose feeling that I mm-hmm. feel like would come with me having a family. Um, yeah, obviously the connection as well, but it's it's I feel like it's a higher calling. It's a divine calling that that I feel like um, is is really important to me. Okay, okay, you you you've answered that in, in such a way that brother, I I can only thank you for your time. 
And <laughs> once again, th- thank you. Thank you for joining us. Because truly, that, that's it, right? That, that's ultimately the purpose of the podcast. It's about connection. Mm, right? Mm, like you ho- no, you're hoping sure. someone, someone listens and can take something from you and can, you know, be glad that they engage with you. And to want no, that sure. as like your ultimate thing, I don't, I don't, you might not need the lady. You actually might be glad. You might be fine. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, the la- lady, the lady, I'll, I'll see the lady, but yo, ish, I'm going to really be, be up for that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, no, no, look, dude, uh, been, you know, in all seriousness, there might be a lady that might be helpful for you. I'll, 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 I'll drop you the number and you'll see. Oh, please, dog, actually, game. please. We'll please, see. Please, we'll see. Maybe, maybe sure. this is a surprise something for you. You understand? Uh, yeah. yeah, no, please, please send me the details and I'll definitely, if I can hit it. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Chief, thanks for your time. I really enjoyed doing this with you. I'm oh, glad to be finally gotten to this point. Yeah. No, Maji, thank thank you for the time and um yeah, dude, you're you're doing an amazing thing with this podcast. Um and I wish you all the best, Maji. Yeah, thank you, good. Easy. Sure, man.